Which quarterback should you be buying right now if you are in a win-now window? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more prop odds and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And my co host is back. I am joined by Marcus Mosier. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Hashtag refreshed to help us break down some of these win now trade targets. So don't miss out. We're going to be breaking down quarterbacks and running backs this week. Matt and Ryan will be taking wide receivers and tight ends that will help you in your win now window uh, for your dynasty league. So subscribe, leave those five-star reviews. Marcus, how was your vacation? We missed you, buddy. Uh, it was it was fantastic. I feel I feel great. I feel refreshed. I was sitting on the beach with my fantasy football magazines. You know, just kind of trying to get all caught That's up. That's the oldest man thing you've ever said. Oh, I do. I I buy all the magazines and I just sit on the beach and I read them all. Uh, Lindy's is my favorite. Shout out to Lindy's, but I'm sure uh, yeah. your wife loves that. Yeah, I'm well. I hardly saw her <laughs> at all. It's great. Uh, so, Kate, we. <laughs> Uh, we're we're going to talk about some win now quarterbacks that you should go ahead and trade for now. But we had some big news in the NFL happen on Sunday afternoon. Some just awful news. John Mechie, rookie receiver from Alabama, uh, who the Texans selected in the second round, uh, announced on Twitter um, that he is battling leukemia uh, and that he would likely miss the 2022 season. Now, if you remember, Mechie also tore his ACL. Uh, earlier in the college football season, it was going to be kind of a fight for him to get back on the field early anyways. But uh, I, I mean, we don't need to talk about the dynasty impact and all that kind of stuff, but we just want to say thoughts and prayers to, to John Mechie and his family. Uh, and we're rooting for you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, heartbreaking. It's just kind of been one thing after the other for John Mechie, but uh, wishing him all the best in health. And it, you just have to really hope that, uh, we get to see this guy play football again because, uh, you know, we love our Alabama receivers. Yeah, man. we have a, a special great player. place in That's, our heart. Yeah, it, it's really rooting for him. It seems like the the prognosis is very optimistic and that he believes he's going to be able to get back on the field sooner rather than later. So rooting for you. We should also mention James Robinson. Uh, other big news that kind of happened early on Monday morning. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars did not put him on the PUP list meaning that he's going to be ready for the first practice uh, for, the, for the Jaguars. Uh, Kate, I mean, just really quickly, how much does that impact Travis Etienne kind of going into the season? I'm skeptical. I am, I like, call me skeptical, but maybe yeah. this is me with some Cam Akers PTSD of him stepping back onto the field a little bit too quickly. I'm not concerned uh, like this is an undrafted free agent who obviously we saw the breakout talent but this is already a new regime that has not uh it, he they haven't had james robinson in his prime um i i don't expect him to be like pushing for the bulk of the touches this year i think that's the safe thing to do when you're having a player uh, returning from injury like this is to, uh, you know, take it slow. Just be cautious, Travis right? Etienne is, is 
like too talented not to have on the field. And you already have that draft capital invested. Um, I am, I am not concerned, but uh, like good for James Robinson. Um, I, I hope yeah. he gets uh, an opportunity to, to get some more work done. And if not with the Jaguars, if they're, they're all in on Travis Etienne, I hope that he gets an opportunity to start again uh, somewhere because he showed the He's talent is real. Yes. Yeah. I- this is just good for him, you know, hopefully by the end of the season, right? Because I think early on in September and even October, Jacksonville is going to be really careful here. They're not going to rush him into a bunch of touches, but could he be a player that has an impact in November and December and early January? Maybe. We'll see. It's just nice to, to see him out. All right, Kate. Today's show, we're going to be talking about wide receivers. Or excuse me. We're going to talk about quarterbacks that you should buy. Right now, if you are in a win-now window, maybe you've got some older running backs, maybe your receivers are getting a little bit older, and you want to go for a championship right now. Uh, there's one name that I think I mean, we just have to mention at the top because it's just so obvious. It's Tom Brady, right? He's QB 21 on Dynasty League football. He had the most passing yards last year, the most passing attempts. He's going to be in an offense that throws the ball a ton this year. That was almost too easy, right? Yeah, like way too easy. I'm not going. And I mean, he's never retiring. So like, no, uh, you don't have to worry about that. He might be the quarterback, right? Like, go get Tom Brady. (laughs) Yeah, uh, because he's literally the never ending uh, performing robot. But no, I felt like that was like a little bit too much of a gimme. And it might not have been um, if it weren't for the fact that he already retired like and came back within five minutes like you already know that he's he's inching towards that so i i kind of wanted to pivot away from that i want to talk about aaron Rodgers. so i feel like uh lives rent free in my head obviously uh just not i'm not a huge aaron Rodgers fan i find him personally obnoxious but the guy's darn good for fantasy football. So, like, mm-hmm. what? Who am I to say no? Last year, ranked first in quarterback rating, first in, or fourth in completion rate, fourth in passing touchdowns. He was the QB seven. Like this, this dude since uh, the 2020 season, the last two years, has finished as a quarterback one in 72 percent of games. Now. You might be wondering, you might be uh, just a little bit concerned, like what is Aaron Rodgers going to do without Devontae Adams? Because I think maybe um, that paired with the like potential flirtation with retirement and this kind of blase attitude, like that's kind of what has put me off from wanting to trade from Aaron Rodgers or trade for Aaron Rodgers in the past. But looking at Aaron Rodgers splits with and without Devonte Adams on the field, really Marcus, it's not that different average 23.77 fantasy points per game instead of 23.87 fantasy points per game dating back to like Devonte Adams uh, breakout season in 2016. There's only an eight game sample size, but uh, somehow uh, averaging more passing touchdowns and fewer interceptions per game, just slightly. And his eight games without Devontae Adams, again, small sample size, but I think it's a decent enough sample size that we're like, he's going to be okay. If Robert Tunyon is on the field, if, if like he just finds ways to be efficient, as long as Aaron Jones is on the field and gets those, those easy chain movers. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's sitting at QB 15 
And I just like nobody really likes Aaron Rodgers right now. So I think we can take advantage of that and uh, like use this for our fantasy teams. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers uh, in in the immediate future? Yeah, that's the other kind of obvious name, right? Because Aaron Rodgers is kind of threatened to retire. He's 38 years old. It's less obvious, though, than Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not opposed to trading for Aaron Rodgers if you're in a win-now window. I, the, the problem for me is I'm not concerned about Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams. What I'm more concerned about is the overall ph- philosophical shift that Green Bay might be having on offense, right? I just don't think they're going to throw the ball a ton this year. I think they want to use their two running backs, play ball control football and let Aaron Rodgers kind of be game manager gets a, the, the, a bad connotation, right? But just be highly efficient when they need him to be rely on the defense. If that's the case, I'm just not sure that's going to translate into a lot of fantasy production because we know he's not going to run. If he's not throwing for a bunch of yards and throwing in the upper 30 touchdown range, how valuable is he? That, that That's my only question. I do think that uh, when we take away some of that volume, I mean, we've already seen year in, year out, Aaron Rodgers is like the epitome of efficiency. Like, I, I do think that if we, we translate that to a ball control style offense, that's going to continue to translate to efficiency for Aaron Rodgers. When he gets the ball in his hands, he can throw on a dime. Like, I, I think that what we lack uh, maybe in pass volume, uh, he'll make up for an efficiency just because that's sure. what we've seen Aaron Rodgers do his entire career. I'm just, I'm worried about Kate, the the passing yards per game. So a couple of years ago, he was at 277 passing yards a game, 2019, 250, 2020, 268, last year, 257. If he's back to, let's say, 35 passing touchdowns this year rather than 48 like he was in 2020, and you're not getting anything from him as a rusher, I think it's more likely that he finishes as like quarterback 11 than quarterback 4. And if that's if that's the case, I'm just not sure there's a lot of value in trying to buy him, right? Because you're kind of buying him where he's going. I'd rather get somebody who has a potential to finish much higher than that and is being ranked much lower. Like the name I'm going to mention right He's after QB this. 15. All right, well, QB 15. Well, I mean, that's fine. That's okay. Whatever. You're getting greedy. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, BetOnline.net is the fastest way and easiest way to check in all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews, news for every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers as one of your favorite win-now quarterback buys. How about we stay in the same division, okay? And we go with a guy by the name of Kirk Cousins. So he was my other candidate. Marcus. Yeah, this, this, oh my goodness. We're in sick. We're in sick. So Kirk Cousins, um, currently being ranked as quarterback 20, quarterback 21 on Dynasty League football. He's been pretty good over the last two years, Kate. 35 passing touchdowns in 2020, 33 in 2021. He's getting the boost of 
Kevin O'Connell coming in. They've talking about making this offense more explosive, being more pass happy. They've got one of the best receivers in the league in Justin Jefferson, a very good number two in Adam Thielen. They're getting their tight end back in Irv Smith Jr. Dalvin Cook is talking about lining up in the slot more. What if Kirk Cousins gets that little Sean McVay coaching tree bump and all of a sudden we see him going from 42 passing, 4,200 passing yards to 4,600 passing yards and from 34 touchdowns a season to 39. I, it's not impossible. And if that's the case, we're talking about somebody who could legitimately be a quarterback one. I, I mean, he has been a quarterback one. That's that's the beauty, yep. Marcus, is that Kirk Cousins has been performing as a quarterback one. We just don't like, again, he's not the sexy, he's not the sexy pick, but here's like what I want to make the case. Like, I think there are a couple of different ways that you can have a player when you, you're weak. Obviously, you're looking for the boom games. You're looking for the boom production. You're looking for the high upside, which... I do think he has because I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks uh, on the field in general. But I, I think with the weapons around him, with the changing in in the coach situation, uh, I don't know if if all y'all had just heard this interview with uh, former linebacker Ben Lieber, uh, coach or, or uh, quote from his recent interview. I think he's finally going to thrive, really thrive in a system and with a coach that actually respects him. I mean, it's not like I'm breaking news here that Mike Zimmer did not like Kirk Cousins. I, I again, don't think he's exactly breaking news, but um, like for he didn't want to play coach- the style of he didn't want to play the style of football that led to a bunch of passing yards. He very much wanted to play ball control, keep the game close to the end, and we'll see what happens. Yes. And I like, that's fine. That's totally fine. But Marcus, I, Kirk Cousins has been a QB one in four out of the last five NFL seasons. Like not going to maybe win you that many weeks, but he is not going to lose you that many weeks. And I do think that that is kind of the kicker here. And that's what I want to acknowledge with Kirk Cousins is that um, you know, you have like certain opportunities and maybe this is like a roster construction thing. If you have a, a highly volatile roster, like Kirk Cousins is the perfect anchor for some of those like bigger boom and bust players yes. um, to, to give you some stability in your roster. But the Vikings in 2021, uh, 12th and pass or 12th in total yards, 14th and point scored. Cousins ranked 10th in attempts and completions. And Marcus, just listen to this because this kind of blew my mind. He had 106 more passing yards in 2021 than Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Exactly. He had two more games of 300 or more yards, four fewer touchdowns. So I'll give you that. But four more touchdowns of 40 plus yards. Like he has explosion. I'm all in on Kirk Cousins. Please and thank you. And we just talked about the, the philosophical change, right? For Green Bay, I think they're going to be throwing the ball less. I think Minnesota's going to be throwing the ball more. So if if I told you, Kate, at the end of this year, Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins both play, let's say, 16 games, and Cousins had 500 more passing yards, I don't think you would be shocked just because I think Minnesota is going to want to throw the ball more. And we we know that Cousins is efficient. Plus, 
he's got freaking Justin Jefferson that he's throwing the ball to. Like that really, really helps, right? He can turn a five yard slant into a 75 yard touchdown. That matters. This offense is one that I'm actually really excited about this year. And it's why I'm buying Kirk Cousins right now. Yeah, I am a hundred percent all in on this with you, Marcus. It it feels great to know that there's finally some respect being put on Kirk Cousins' name. So I, I'm just I'm gonna head into this short break here, very happy, smiling ear to ear. Yeah, I, this is a great quarterback too. If you want to stack with Justin Jefferson, like if yes. you're in a super flex league, you can go get Kirk Cousins as your QB two, and it costs you not a ton. Again, he's. For most people, he's being ranked outside the top 20 quarterbacks. And you're going to get somebody who is a great bet to finish as a top 12 quarterback for very cheap. Absolutely love it. All right. We've got one more quarterback I want to talk to you guys about. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest in credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash, uh, com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right, Kate, let's, uh, let's talk about one more quarterback that I that I've got here and I, I want your thoughts on this one Matt Ryan I've seen a lot of discourse Ooh. on Twitter about Matt Ryan some people think he's turned into dust some people think it's a major upgrade over Carson Wentz right now on Dynasty League football he's being ranked as quarterback 24 he is 37 years old we saw the arm strength kind of diminish last year he's never been a great athlete but he's even more of a statue now than ever are you buying that Matt Ryan could be a potential QB one here in 2022. Absolutely. Um, I like, I think um, there will be a high enough volume. I think the, the partnership of efficiency that, that Jonathan Taylor provides um, paired with what we've seen from Matt Ryan in the past. It's not as though we haven't seen him be a capable passer. He gets an upgrade in offensive line. Like, this is just a much better overall roster. I think you have, uh, I, I mean, Naeem Hines, even one of the most underrated uh, receiving backs. You've got Michael Pittman, who I would not be at all surprised uh, for uh, yet another breakout season. I, I just think this roster has so many pieces that, that were missing in Atlanta. And I think that this is, you know, kind of a, a chance for another rebirth a little bit uh, that's a gross word but um i i like that pick and um i i think the beauty again marcus comes down to the fact that like you don't need to trade an arm and a leg for these right. these people to compete uh matt ryan what is his 
his latest ADP over on Dynasty League Football because they can't imagine that it's very high. Yeah, he, he he's QB twenty four. You can get him for basically nothing. I mean, you can trade. It's any, a sneeze. Yeah, uh, I, I why couldn't he be twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one version of Kirk Cousins? Right, like just somebody who is in a very efficient offense that's going to utilize the run a lot. Uh, probably not going to lead the NFL in passing yards, but 4,200-ish passing yards, low 30 touchdowns, be really efficient in the red zone. I could see him doing something like that. I think the days of him throwing 39, 40 touchdowns are certainly over, but low 30s, have a high yards per attempt, don't have a lot of interceptions. I, I Certainly in the realm of possibilities for Matt Ryan. Are you ready? I do want to give one more shout out, Marcus, to a written out candidate. And it's going to be it's going to be real gross. But I want to shout out my QB three in Scott Fishbowl, um, who like, again, real gross, Marcus. But let's talk about Carson Wentz, uh, quarterback oh. for the Washington Commanders, because this is a guy that I want no part of uh, in terms of his long term value. But. I mean, are we kind of underselling what he could do and function as as your QB2 on a week-to-week basis? Like last year with the Colts, like not didn't perform well, still finished as the QB14, six top 12 weeks, 15 uh, weeks where he finished as at least a QB2. Like I think uh, upside might not be there, but he does get – Terry McLaurin, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He's going to have Jahan Dotson, a first-round pick. I'm really excited to see. You have a, a talented string of running backs. I think mm-hmm. that... The offensive line's not bad either. It's it's one yeah, of those pass-blocking like, offensive lines. I think that we're underselling Carson Wentz a bit because of the grossness here. But, I mean, they... they I, they traded a decent amount for Carson Wentz, like not a, a, what it was like a third round pick, but like a third round pick is early enough that I don't think they're going to throw him away at least this season. Um, you know, let your young rookie quarterback develop and have Carson Wentz sitting in the driver's seat. Like he's literally free Carson Wentz for Devonta Freeman in a three Oh one. What? Like, Carson Wentz and Dearness Johnson, you can have all for the large price of QB Mike White, running back Peyton Barber, who I don't think both like I don't think either of these uh, players are signed to an NFL team, and a 303. Like it's literally free, and you are getting immediate production for this year. It it's again disgusting. I'm disgusted with myself, but <laughs> I think that. Like if you're truly talking win now, there's probably no quarterback in the NFL right now that fits that bill better than Carson Wentz. I don't necessarily disagree, but here's what you're going to want to do. If you, if you trade for Carson Wentz to be like your QB two or your QB three, shower, don't watch the game. Shower. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't watch, don't watch the games because (laughs) it's going to be madly frustrating watching the games and realizing all the big plays he could have had. Right. And he just misses, but you're going to look at, at the end of the Are game. It's going to be giveaways like it's yeah, stupid it's, giveaways. Yeah. And it's going to be like, they're going to be a lot of games with 255 yards, two touchdowns and one interceptions. And that's, Hey, that's useful for fantasy, but it very easily could have been 325 yards and four touchdowns. Right. Just don't watch 
and you'll probably be pretty comfortable with what you're getting production wise out of Carson Wentz. It's just, I, I don't know what the ceiling is. Part of me wonders to like, could this Washington thing just kind of implode and this team just kind of, kind of tank. I think that's possible, but again, you're paying pennies and nickels for, for a quarterback that is, could finish drastically higher than his ADP. Yes. And like, again, just looking back, like I'm, I'm saying, even if like, let's say you have the quarterback position relatively secured in a single quarterback league, I don't throw like a fourth or fifth round pick at Carson Wentz. Cause I do think that if an injury happens, um, you know, especially if you're in need of depth at the quarterback position, if an injury happens, Carson Wentz is going to be a pretty, uh, suitable backup option. Uh, and, and I think, I don't know, it, honestly, in we'll a see. single quarterback league, he's probably on waivers. Um, uh, but I agree. yeah, I, ugh, ugh. <laughs> that's a perfect way to sum up Carson Wentz in, in real life in a diocese. Just, uh, oh. hey, you, I know. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Kate, you and I are going to be doing running back by nows later this week. Uh, Ryan is going to be doing uh, wide receivers and tight ends. He's got some uh, a special guest coming up for that one. So make sure you don't miss a, a show. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can check out the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Ball Bless, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time.